Welcome to the Health Leaders Podcast, the place for peer-sourced and solution-focused insights for healthcare executives, airing every Tuesday. I'm Melanie Blackman, the Strategy Editor for Health Leaders. My guest for today's episode is Alexandra Morehouse, Chief Marketing Officer for Banner Health, a nonprofit health system headquartered in Phoenix, Arizona. Banner Health serves six states through 30 hospitals and numerous specialized facilities. During our conversation, Alex gives insights into the evolution of data and marketing in healthcare. She shares digital transformation strategies, insights, and offers advice for future leaders. So without further ado, please enjoy our conversation. Alex, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. I really appreciate it. Happy to be here. So to start us off, can you talk a little bit about your career journey and kind of what drew you to work in marketing and in healthcare? Sure. Well, I wanted to be in marketing because it was a creative field and I've always enjoyed that element. And so I started in marketing at American Express and I spent the first half of my career at American Express and because they own so many subsidiaries, they got very good at collecting data across all of their different divisions, firemen's funds, insurance, IDS, financial planning, Shearson Lehman at that point. And they use that data to create great customer experiences. And they got so good at it that they spun off a subsidiary that did that for other companies uh, on a consulting basis. So I got into marketing and then inadvertently got into the data side because you needed to really know data and digital platforms in order to be able to do state-of-the-art marketing. So that's really what my career trajectory was. And then when I left American Express, I went to Charles Schwab and some other financial services and then went into healthcare because that is another industry that uses federally regulated data for marketing to customers. So it was the same set of privacy concerns on the financial data side as it is on the healthcare data side. So it was an easy leap for me from one industry to the other, but that's really how my career came about. Well, that's so interesting. I never thought about how marketing in the financial sector and the healthcare sector could be so similar. Yes. One, uh, credit data is closely protected and PHI is equally closely protected. During your career in digital and healthcare marketing, how has marketing and the way we use technology evolved? Well, it has changed pretty dramatically simply because there are so many different sources of data. And if you think of the internet as the ultimate billions of sources of data, we have much more data to sort through. So you have all the social data, you have real-time data, and you have data that comes in different formats. So in the sort of pre-social media era, when you were just dealing with your internal data. It, the data was very clean cut. You knew what it was and what formats it came in. And then when it turned into the Wild West and the Wild West keeps changing every day, then your sources of data and how to interpret it changed quite a bit. So there's a substantial difference in the complexity of it. And also as the government is staying on top of the regulations of these new kinds of data, 
the entire industry is having to keep up with the changing regulatory environment as well. And I can only imagine how much things have changed over the past couple of years with COVID as well. Yes. So there has been a lot of change during COVID, not in the data itself, but in the kind of feedback that our customers give us. No, that makes sense. What marketing and digital initiatives are you currently leading for Banner that you're excited about? Our most important initiative is what we call our digital front door, because whether you show up at our website or on our mobile app or on your phone, most people aren't showing up first at the clinic. They are showing up in front of a screen. And so making sure we have an integrated experience for when people show up is uh, multi tens of millions of dollars and multi-year journey. I was wondering if you could go into a little bit more detail on measuring the effectiveness on your digital front door. I had to ask for the equivalent of dollars it would take to build a hospital. So in order to get my board of directors and to get our CFO to approve that, we had to do the ROI that laid out in detail what you would get for the tens of millions of dollars that you put in. And I did that. We had to be able to show both incremental revenue, so getting new customers in the door, more interactions and more revenue from existing customers, and then more loyalty and longevity from patients, and those, and then the financial upside to each of those three. So I mapped all of that out. And again, this is, I've done this before in financial services, so I used the same formula, mapped out the ROI, brought it to the board, and got it approved because there's a very robust return on investment. The challenge is that all health systems are used to investing in hard assets, and hard assets are hospitals there or medical equipment. So when you buy a hospital or build a hospital or when you buy an MRI machine, you have an asset and that gives most health systems a sense of comfort because you have an asset to sell if, if you need cash. Now, when you're asking for something like a digital transformation investment, you're buying code and that's not something you can see or touch. So it's really important that you map out the ROI because the ROI for hospitals is very straightforward. You're building a hospital with 400 beds, you know, how many patients will go in those beds and how much revenue will come in. It is a very different financial calculation when you're buying a bunch of code and implementing a system that drives more patients in the door, keeps them for longer, sells them more products. So that was the, the financial calculations were incredibly important. And of course, every board meeting, I have to go back every 12 weeks, I have to go in front of my board and show them what returns we've seen on it so far. So the math is, I probably, I know I spend more time on math than I do on creative in my job. So that has been a significant body of work that, that will continue to happen. Thank you so much for that. I'm still learning a lot about healthcare marketing and all of the important aspects of that. So that helped me a lot. What has been your experience being a digital and marketing leader as a woman in healthcare? I think that 
women have a relatively easier time as leaders in healthcare than they do in other industries. And it's for a very straightforward reason. There are many women who started out as nurses and nursing has men and women, but is still majority women nurses. And there are many very impressive nurses who started out at the bedside who've worked their way up into senior positions. And so we have a really strong representation of women leaders in healthcare, which is uh, wonderful and quite refreshing. Oh, and that makes sense, especially with your background in other sectors. What advice do you have for women and others in healthcare who aspire to be leaders? I think the best advice I can give is cast your skills net broadly because it takes the integration of a, an entire portfolio of skills in order to be effective. And leadership is something that is earned. It doesn't come with a title. It doesn't come with a promotion. You really have to earn your respect and credibility. And that means that we have to add a whole lot of different kinds of skills. So you have to add media relations skills, content management skills, digital skills, branding skills. I could go on and on, social skills, certainly analytic skills. But the more skills that you can add and synthesize, all those skills have to be integrated in order to be effective and to drive results for your company. And ultimately, leadership comes from driving results and the credibility that follows when you drive results. So keep your eye on metrics. It's very easy in, I'm using air quotes, in a creative field, it's very easy to say, all right, well, that's not quantitative. Everything that we do now is measurable. So don't start any marketing campaign until you set up the metrics and make sure you hold yourself accountable to the results and be completely comfortable with campaigns that are failures because that's a piece of information that you're getting. But always bring your campaigns back to what the results are to the bottom line. So that is really how leaders get noticed is by making changes to the bottom line. So how is it that you grow the business of your enterprise as well as managing the costs so that your margin improves? But that would probably be the most important thought that I would have for people who are pursuing leadership positions. Awesome. Well, Alex, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me and sharing your digital and, and marketing expertise on the podcast. Great. Yeah, thank you. And thank you for listening to the Health Leaders Podcast. We'll be back next Tuesday with more healthcare industry insights.